Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life, so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel, and ladies, I have a question for you. Are you tired of feeling like you're the one putting in all the effort to make your relationships work? Then go to speakingofpartnership.com right now and click on the big red Tell Me More button and find out how you can get men to do their part. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Welcome back to part two of our interview with Kate O'Brien. If you missed yesterday's interview, you definitely want to go back, but listen on today because Kate is going to share with us some of the most raw and honest stories I've ever heard about partnership, and we're going to get started right now. So, Kate, what we have actually arrived at is what I call the bring it all home portion of the show. And this is where we actually step away from the stories and we move into simple, concrete guidance so our listeners can have something they can just put in their pocket and take home and apply right now. And where I'd love to start is I'm wondering, what would you say is the best partnership or maybe relationship, however you want to look at it? What's the best advice you've ever received in that area from somebody else? Yeah, I would actually say have an agreement for why you're together. That's it. I uh, I think number one, it's interesting how much, I mean, if yeah, how much conscious thought people put into businesses, uh, for an example, and yet so much un- unconsciousness around relationships. Yet they're so pivotal. You know, if your relationship is flourishing and it's solid and rewarding, then that overflows into every other area of your life. However, if your relationship is stagnant and and uh, deficient and it is toxic and causing issues or it's numb, then that overflows into other areas of life. So why wouldn't you honor your relationship with getting clear consciously of this is why we are together and actually have a written agreement? And I I found that that has been like our guiding document (laughs) that has uh, acted like a lighthouse for us. And uh, it helps to pull you out of the of the phase, you know, the haze that can that you can experience during moments of triggering. Because when you're actually acting out of an unconscious pattern in terms of relationship with each other, it becomes hazy, it becomes swirly, it becomes confusing. So to have some kind of a guiding document and agreement that can help lift you out into the lighthouse it doesn't mean to say that the the triggering will go away, but it, it gets you recommitted and clear about. What's the purpose of this? What are you going to reach for? How are you going to come back to seeing it as an opportunity for your expansion? How are you going to shift into responsibility? Makes a huge difference. So if I could just choose one, that would be it. I like it. I, I really like it. And, and I love the fact that you, know, you made that comparison to business because we do. We put so much more into a business situation and yet – what's more important than the partnership we have with the person we're spending our lives with. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's great. So tell me, Kate, I'm, the next thing I'd love to have you share with us is what would you say is either a book or a resource that you would recommend to our listeners and why that particular one? Mm, uh, my favorite one, Gary Zukov Spiritual Partnership. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Gary Zukov Spiritual Partnership. A lot... What he talks about in that is basically using uh, going from a traditional relationship type model to reframing it as a spiritual partnership. And he talks about what a spiritual partnership means, the space it provides, what it allows, 
and the level to which you have to step up inside of a spiritual partnership. Now, friendships cannot, what he says, friendships can't be spiritual partnerships because, uh, and from this, from Gary Zuko's perspective, is that within friendships, we tend to enable each other's patterning. Uh, we tend to make allowances. We tend to soothe each other. And so a spiritual partnership is not that. It's about cons uh, revealing versus concealing. I, th I think parts from Gary Zukov, that's from another. But um, So it's really about the commitment inside of a spiritual partnership is about we reveal what is there for us rather than conceal and hide. So it's telling that microscopic truth, and that's really what a spiritual partnership is. You, know, you look out in the world, and I see so many models of relationship where people are hiding what's there for them. They're hiding their impulses. They're hiding the things that they feel that if I say this, then I am going to get into trouble. There's going to be issues caused, and we do and we say to avoid conflict. But on the other hand, we also do and, do and say to play out our patterns. But the opposite is uh, within a spiritual partnership is that you say the microscopic truth. You say what is truly there for you, even when it could risk causing upset. Can I give you a quick example of that, Ken? Yeah, that'd be great. So, for example, uh, to the level of uh, there was a point in our relationship where uh, Hinari had Hinari decided to make a stand for our marriage, and he came to me and decided to, and shared with me about who he had slept with when we were first together in our relationship that I didn't know about. Now, why would he tell me that? Well, when we have uh, things that are hidden and buried within the relationship. It has a massive impact on many levels uh, within the relationship. And these are the kind of things that we become numb to and we tolerate. So with him telling me that, it wasn't, it was only to make a stand for a new future together. So uh, although it hurt, I could actually see in his eyes the intention for why he was doing that. And I was very enrolled in a new future with him. Had to go away and deal with my pain for 24 hours. But what we did is we created a new future together from that based on 100% authenticity and 100% integrity, which talks about uh, telling the microscopic truth and revealing what's there rather than trying to conceal from each other. Now, what that has had us have to do is, for example, if one of us feels attracted to another person, and this comes up for Hinari a lot, he will tell me, tell me uh, the attraction, who it is, and talk to me about it. And we have a conversation around it. Now, whatever gets triggered inside of this, inside of that for me is for me to own. My commitment is to when my husband comes to me and talks to me about what's there for him and he's being honest and he's revealing, is not to get it and throw it in his face. It's to actually check in and feel those triggerings in my body, which I used to have a lot and I don't really have much these days when he talks to me about that. Um, actually I can't remember feeling it for a long time but I used to have it like very intensely now what that opportunity was was that I got to see hey darling Katie Pie, these are the parts of you that are hurt and frightened these are the parts of you that don't feel good enough that feel fear so I used that every single time as an opportunity to grow now initially we wobbled all over the show with us <laughs> you know we would end up I would be crying at times, etc. But this is a point is that inside of a spiritual partnership, you stay with these conversations to get the growth. Now we can have such an open, open conversation around it that, um, you know, it's fantastic. Uh, it, just recently, you know, Hinari saw a guy that I, I felt I felt very attracted to. 
And, you know, he was grinning from ear to ear and he said, you know, is that what your face looks like when you're super attracted to someone? And we just had such a good laugh about it. And there's no, uh, there's no charge around that now. And that's shown me that I've managed to heal those little parts within me. Are there other parts to heal? Absolutely. But in terms of that space, you know, there's been a real healing that's occurred over the years. And it would not, it would not have been available to me if I lived inside of a marriage that concealed and it hid and it, uh, it avoided and manipulated to keep the relationship and to keep ourselves safe. Because that's what a lot of relationships do. So now we've been able to be in a very expansive com uh, conversation together. And look, you know what? On the pure level that eliminates the risk of um, fears or infidelities, you know, things happen when they occur in the dark, when we can conversate together and communicate together and have the courage to bring love and understanding and care for our partner during those conversations. You know, that's slightly a next level thing if you're just starting with this. Go back to that conversation that I mentioned earlier about the moment where I looked at my husband and I realized this is my best friend. I want him to operate at his maximum level in this lifetime. I, I apply that now when he's sharing with me about relationship and if he is attracted to someone, I want what's best for him in this lifetime. I want him to expand. So it's about looking and bringing, what I'm meaning by that is bringing love to the conversation. So much time in so many relationships, we bring fear and hurt and the small frightened parts of ourselves to our conversations and we are listening for where are we going to get hurt and where do I need to defend rather than listen for connection, listen for what is occurring in the world of my partner who is sitting there telling me the honest goddamn microscopic truth of what is actually happening for them and to actually have a new paradigm and context for this is that when they do that how beautiful and courageous they are that they one are willing to actually share this with me and two how courageous is our relationship that we have the space that we will talk about this kind of stuff you know it adds an entirely new paradigm to a relationship an entirely new level of respect and love that I, I actually see not a lot of people get to experience because they're too afraid to go there or maybe don't realize that that's possible within relationships I am so incredibly glad you gave that example. <laughs> it's a great, great example. And, and I could just feel your enthusiasm for your relationship as you started talking more and more about that and what it provides for you and what it provides for him and how it allows you both to explore those edges instead of just going, oh, let's just not talk about those right now, but letting yourselves go there in a space of partnership where you're actually there going, there's something bigger than just me. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm looking at when I'm deciding, do we want to stretch a little further, stretch a little further? Absolutely. And Ken, do you mind if I add one more thing in there? No, please go ahead. So, you know, it sounds as you're sitting there listening as, as the audience uh, to this, you know, it sounds very beautiful and it each possibly sounds easy. There was one time, maybe about eight months ago, that for some reason I got really triggered. And this was the one triggering I can around this that I can feel in a very long time. And uh, he was attracted to one particular lady. And I was extremely triggered around this. And literally it did cause conflict within our, in our relationship. And it, it did. But I, what I want to share is what came out of that. And what my learning was 
was absolutely huge. I now actually see her as an angel that came into our lives because without her coming in, I wouldn't have actually seen this part of me. So what I was so triggered by is, you know, over my life, I've ended up being very masculine, quite masculine driven. Um, you know, if something needs done, Kate will come in and fix it, kind of a space. And she was very feminine sexual, so massive sexual energy. And so in, that, in, the, in their communications with each other, I was really upset by it. And when I actually got to the point where I was able to look in the mirror and see what was that reflecting in me, which made me feel like sometimes I had to crunch glass because I really wanted just to point the finger of blame. But when I did have the courage to do that, you know what I actually saw? I saw that she was just an external representation of the parts of me that I hadn't actually been owning. You know, up until that point, I had disowned the sexual parts of me, you know, and that happened through sexual abuse as a kid, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so that was my gift in that situation. When I saw that, it was extraordinary. I also saw another dynamic play out that because I'd been so masculine and not wanting to be sexual and not, um, and so also damn independent, which is great, but also within the relationship, I never lent on my husband because I could do it all. I would, I would do everything. What I saw was that he, the masculine part of him, he loved the fact that there was someone looking up to him, that someone kind of that was doting on him. And what I realized is that he wanted to be my king. He wanted to be my knight in shining armor. And so I realized that I could actually let go a bit. I could have the possibility of owning my sexuality. Now, that took a journey, right? But also what I saw is that I could let go. I could let him in. I could let him in in many, many more ways than what I had. Letting him help, letting, being able to lean on him, being able to be the woman in the relationship and not the man. And within that, he actually got his masculinity back. And I didn't realize that I'd been doing all that. You know, we have these patterns set up in relationship and they become normal. We don't actually realize the deeper levels of what's going on. So that was the gift inside of that. When we both saw that, we cried and cried and cried. And we made a new commitment on what our future was now, you know, what, where we were heading with our future. I saw what I wanted to work in with myself and uh, what I wanted to shift. And, and he also, and I'm not, because if he was on the call with you, he would be talking about his own learnings. That's not for me to share. But he got a huge amount of learnings. And, you know, that we both now look back on that moment of total fondness and gratitude. And uh, I think that's why, you know, swinging back to the guiding principle that I believe in relationship is truly choose what is showing up. Truly, truly, truly choose it. Now, it didn't mean, choosing didn't mean, okay, so now we're not going to make changes. It didn't mean tolerating. It meant we're going to choose this moment. We're going to choose the learning and the gift in it. And we're going to use it to totally expand who we are. Yeah, I, that's so great because one of the things you just alluded to here, and I want to make sure everybody heard it, was this thing started as something that had been brought up before. You know, I'm attracted to that person. I'm attracted to this person. It wasn't like, oh, my gosh, this is some big epiphany walking in the door. It could have been easily dismissed. It could have been easily like, oh, I've, I've mentioned that before. I don't need to bring this one up. But this, what could have been dismissed as something just a regular, small, oh, yeah, there's an attraction here and not ever mentioned, ended up having an amazing gift tied to it. So mm -hmm. when we 
look at those things, we never know which ones have the big gifts tied to them. Mm. So it's mm. really going, yep, yeah, well, here's another one. So I'll bring that up. Who knows where this is going to lead? And you gave us such a great example of what, you know, was a very challenging moment that now you look back on going, what an incredible gift. Mm. Yeah, really cool. Thanks, Kate. Pleasure. So one last thing I'd love to have you leave our listeners with, and this is what I call an example of the payoff of partnership. So if you would do me a favor, share a very specific example of something you were either able to do or create or experience that was solely the result of being in partnership that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't been in partnership. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Actually, the first thing that comes to mind is what we're doing in the world in this business. Uh we wouldn't have been able to get to the level that we've got to because uh, our business has just expanded and expanded and expanded at uh, quite a fast pace, fast level, and we wouldn't have been able to get to here if we hadn't been in partnership. I believe we both would have been on, our, on a similar journey, but the exponential growth is due to partnership. We both bring in such unique skill sets, such different personalities. So I'm, I've got the structured, um, planning, process-driven sort of a, a space that I come from. And Henari is very fluid and intuitive and creative. So, you know, what happens with us, for example, our, our, cre- our Game Changer Global Summit, which is now uh, the biggest personal development online global summit in the world, and we feature it in a lot of the big superstars. Uh, so... What's happened with that, for example, is that that came out of Hinati's meditation. And so Hinati was meditating and it came out that he would like to do something around that. And then in conversation with me that day, he was sharing with me what came out of his meditation, I started taking his ideas and then running with it and expanding it and seeing how that this could come together and really seeing a vision. And then we started shaping this vision together. And then uh, the process side of things, like I, I love uh, actually putting things together. So then I was able to put something together that's really being able to take off with uh, Hinari's um, continual creative insights with it. So, you know, just one, just that, for example, is that, in, and I want to just kind of wrap that into just a insight, is that inside of partnership, we each bring our unique strengths and weaknesses. And it's very easy to look at another person and see how they're different to you and then make them wrong for being so different. And to be honest, we struggled with this for a very, very long time, is that, I would get frustrated with his fluidity. I would get frustrated with his lack of structure. And that was a point of conflict. He would get frustrated with my lack of um, fluidity and my lack of, you know, being that kind of flexy and flowy. And uh, inside of, if we just stay inside of the paradigm of frustration and finger pointing, then we actually don't get anywhere. But here's what the juice is of inside partnership, is when we can actually honor each other's strengths rather than, uh, get frustrated with each other's weaknesses, then we get so many different elements we can bring to whatever it is that we're creating. Yeah, that that is a really great point. I'm so glad you you uh, brought that up so we could kind of wrap up everything with that. And what I'd love to have you do right now, Kate, because we're just about wrapped up with the show, is is share with our listeners just how they can contact you and learn more about what you guys are doing. Oh, look, I'd love to. So if to hear more about our stuff, go over to Henare, H-E-N-A-R-E, and Kate.com. But also I'd love to give a, if you go over to GameChanger-Women.com, so GameChanger-Women.com, there's actually a free 30-day program over there. And a lot of the concepts that I've been talking about 
in this last 40 minutes. I actually teach in 30 free videos uh, how to do it and exercises and actually how to expand into this for yourself. So that's gamechanger-women.com. Outstanding. And, and for those of you listening, we always post all these links on the website. So you'll just be able to look up Kate on our website on Speaking of Partnership and you'll see all the links there. So if you're someplace where it's not handy for you to write that down, don't worry. They're available. Just go to Speaking of Partnership and they'll be there for you. Kate, I can't thank you enough. This has been incredible. The information you've been sharing, the insights, the personal uh, transparency that you've brought to the show has been amazing. Thank you so very much for being on the show today. Oh, total, total pleasure, Ken. And I just want to say thank you so much for what you're doing. I had a look at what you're up to with uh, shifting the conversation around relationship and partnership. And thank you for what you're doing in the world. The world needs it. Thank you. You're very welcome. My privilege. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.